0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Do you want to deepen your understanding of theology, ministry, leadership,
1: justice, and more? Stay tuned to Learn About Seminary Now, a streaming video platform to
0: help church leaders meet the demands of ministry today. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your Word is Truth, Your
1: Word is Life. Presented by Inner Varsity Press. Your Word
0: is Truth, Your Word is Life.
1: The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson
0: and Akemene Uwan. get in the Word, and may the Word get in us.
1: Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word.
0: Old Testament reading, Nehemiah chapter 12, verses 27 through Nehemiah chapter 13. Nehemiah chapter 12, beginning at verse 27. The wall of Jerusalem is dedicated. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought out the Levites from all the places they lived to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication joyfully with songs of thanksgiving and songs accompanied by cymbals, harps, and lyres. The singers were also assembled from the district around Jerusalem and from the settlements of the Netophathites and from Beth Gilgal and from the fields of Geba and Asmaveth, for the singers had built settlements for themselves around Jerusalem. When the priests and Levites had purified themselves, they purified the people, the gates, and the wall. I brought the leaders of Judah up on top of the wall, and I appointed two large choirs to give thanks. One was to proceed on the top of the wall southward toward the Dung Gate. Going after them were Hoshiah, half the leaders of Judah, Azariah, Ezra, Meshulam, Judah, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Jeremiah, some of the priests with trumpets, Zechariah, son of Jonathan, the son of Shemaiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micaiah, the son of Zakur, the son of Asaph, and his colleagues, Shemaiah, Azarel, Malaliah, Gilaliah, Mai, Nathanel, Judah, and Hanani, with musical instruments of David, the man of God. Ezra the scribe led them. They went over the fountain gate and continued directly up the steps of the city of David on the ascent to the wall. They passed the house of David and continued on to the water gate toward the east. The second choir was proceeding in the opposite direction. I followed them along with half the people on top of the wall, past the tower of the ovens to the broad wall, over the Ephraim gate, the Jashana gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, and the tower of the hundred, to the sheep gate. They stopped at the gate of the guard. Then the two choirs that gave thanks took their stations in the temple of God. I did also along with half the officials with me and the priests. Eliakim, Messiah, Miniamin, Micaiah, Eloinai, Zechariah, and Hananiah with their trumpets, and also Messiah, Shemaiah, Eliezer, Uzi, Jehohanan, Makijah, Elam, and Ezer. The choir sang loudly under the direction of Jezreiah, and on that day, they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, for God had given them great joy. The women and children also rejoiced. The rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard from far away. On that day men were appointed over the storerooms for the contributions, first fruits, and tithes, to gather into them from the fields of the cities, the portions prescribed by the law for the priests and the Levites, for the people of Judah took delight in the priests and Levites who were ministering. They performed the service of their God in the service of purification, along with the singers and gatekeepers, according to the commandment of David and his son Solomon. For long ago, in the days of David and Asaph, there had been directors for the singers and for the songs of praise and thanks to God. So in the days of Zerubbabel and in the days of Nehemiah, all Israel was contributing the portions for the singers and gatekeepers according to the daily need. They also set aside the portion for the Levites, and the Levites set aside the portion for the descendants of Aaron. Nehemiah chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Further Reforms by Nehemiah On that day, the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people. They found written in it that no Ammonite or Moabite may ever enter the assembly of God, for they had not met the Israelites with food and water, but instead had hired Balaam to curse them. Our God, however, turned the curse into blessing. When they heard the law, they removed from Israel all who were of mixed ancestry. But before this time, Eliashib the priest, a relative of Tobiah, had been appointed over the storerooms of the temple of our God. He made for himself a large storeroom, where previously they had been keeping the grain offering, the incense and the vessels, along with the tithes of the grain, the new wine and the olive oil, as commanded for the Levites, the singers, the gatekeepers and the offering for the priests. During all this time, I was not in Jerusalem for in the 32nd year of King Artaxerxes of Babylon, I had gone back to the king. After some time, I had requested leave of the king and I returned to Jerusalem. Then I discovered the evil that Eliashib had done for Tobiah by supplying him with a storeroom in the courts of the temple of God. I was very upset, and I threw all of Tobiah's household possessions out of the storeroom. Then I gave instructions that the storeroom should be purified, and I brought back the equipment of the temple of God along with the grain offering and the incense. I also discovered that the portions for the Levites had not been provided, and that as a result, the Levites and the singers who performed this work had all gone off to their fields. So I registered a complaint with the leaders, asking, why is the temple of God neglected? Then I gathered them and reassigned them to their positions. Then all of Judah brought the tithe of the grain, the new wine, and the olive oil to the storerooms. I gave instructions that Shelemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, and a certain Levite named Padiah be put in charge of the storerooms, and that Hanan son of Zakur, the son of Mataniah, be their assistant, for they were regarded as trustworthy. It was then their responsibility to oversee the distribution to their colleagues. Please remember me for this, O my God, and do not wipe out the kindness that I have done for the temple of my God and for its services. In those days I saw people in Judah treading wine presses on the Sabbath, bringing in heaps of grain and loading them onto donkeys, along with wine, grapes, figs, and all kinds of loads, and bringing them to Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. So I warned them on the day that they sold these provisions. The people from Tyre who lived there were bringing fish and all kinds of merchandise and were selling it on the Sabbath to the people of Judah and in Jerusalem of all places. So I registered a complaint with the nobles of Judah, saying to them, What is this evil thing that you are doing, profaning the Sabbath day? Isn't this the way your ancestors acted, causing our God to bring on them and on this city all this misfortune? And now you are causing even more wrath on Israel, profaning the Sabbath like this. When the evening shadows began to fall on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be closed. I further directed that they were not to be opened until after the Sabbath. I positioned some of my young men at the gates so that no load could enter on the Sabbath day. The traders and sellers of all kinds of merchandise spent the night outside Jerusalem once or twice. But I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you repeat this, I will forcibly remove you. From that time on, they did not show up on the Sabbath. Then I directed the Levites to purify themselves and come and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. For this, please remember me, O my God, and have pity on me in keeping with your great love. Also, in those days, I saw the men of Judah, who had married women from Ashdod, Ammon, and Moab. Half their children spoke the language of Ashdod, or the language of one of the other people's mention, and were unable to speak the language of Judah. So I entered a complaint with them. I called down a curse on them, and I struck some of the men and pulled out their hair. I had them swear by God, saying, You will not marry off your daughters to their sons, and you will not take any of their daughters as wives for your sons or for yourselves. Was it not because of things like these that King Solomon of Israel sinned? Among the many nations, there was no king like him. He was loved by his God, and God made him king over all Israel. But the foreign wives made even him sin. Should we then, in your case, hear that you do all this great evil, thereby being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign wives? Now one of the sons of Joiada, son of Eliashib, the high priest, was a son-in-law of Sanballat, the Horonite, so I banished him from my sight. Please remember them, O oh my God, because they have defiled the priesthood, the covenant of the priesthood, and the Levites. So I purify them of everything foreign, and I assign specific duties to the priests and the Levites. I also provided for the wood offering at the appointed times and also for the first fruits. Please remember me for good, O oh my God. New Testament reading Revelation chapter 15 through Revelation chapter 16. Revelation, chapter 15, beginning at verse 1, the final plagues. Then I saw another great and astounding sign in heaven, seven angels who have seven final plagues. They are final because in them God's anger is completed. Then I saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire, and those who had conquered the beast and his image and the number of his name. They were standing by the sea of glass, holding harps given to them by God. They sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and astounding are your deeds, Lord God, the all-powerful. Just and true are your ways, King over the nation. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? Because you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After these things I looked, and the temple, the tent of the testimony, was opened in heaven. And the seven angels, who had the seven plagues, came out of the temple, dressed in clean bright linen, wearing wide, golden belts around their chests. Then one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever, and the temple was filled with smoke from God's glory and from his power. Thus, no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues from the seven angels were completed. Revelation chapter 16, beginning at verse 1. The bowls of God's wrath. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple declaring to the seven angels, Go and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth. Then ugly and painful sores appeared on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his image. Next, the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood, like that of a corpse, and every living creature that was in the sea died. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs of water, and they turned into blood. Now I heard the angel of the waters saying, You are just, the one who is and who was, the Holy One, because you have passed these judgments, because they poured out the blood of your saints and prophets, so you have given them blood to drink. They got what they deserve." Then I heard the altar reply, Yes, Lord God, the all-powerful, your judgments are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was permitted to scorch people with fire. Thus people were scorched by the terrible heat, yet they blasphemed the name of God, who was ruling authority over these plagues, and they would not repent and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast. So that darkness covered his kingdom, and people began to bite their tongues because of their pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their sufferings and because of their sores, but nevertheless, they still refused to repent of their deeds. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and dried up its waters to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three unclean spirits that looked like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of the demons performing signs to go out to the kings of the earth to bring them together for the battle that will take place on the great day of God, the all-powerful. Look, I will come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays alert." and does not lose his clothes, so that he will not have to walk around naked in a shameful condition be seen. Now the spirits gathered the kings and their armies to the place that is called Armageddon in Hebrew. Finally, the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne, saying, It is done. Then there were flashes of lightning, roaring, and crashes of thunder, and there was a tremendous earthquake, an earthquake unequaled since humanity has been on the earth. So tremendous was that earthquake. The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. So Babylon, the great, was remembered before God and was given the cup filled with wine made of God's furious wrath. Every island fled away, and no mountains could be found." And gigantic hailstones, weighing about a hundred pounds each, fell from heaven on people. But they blasphemed God because of the plague of hail, since it was so horrendous. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God of heaven, I thank you for your word, O God. Thank you, O Lord, for just the examples, O God, in Nehemiah, O God, of correcting and honoring your temple and the ways that you've called us to worship and to assemble before you and showing reverence and fear, O God, of you and holding sacred what you've called sacred, O God. Would you help us to be a people that actually seek to honor you in all those ways, O God, in all of our ways, O God, even in how we worship you and how we approach you, O God. Yes, we can come as we are, and yes, the curtain has been torn in two and so we can come directly to you and we don't need anybody proxy for us. Would you help us, O oh God, to have reverence of you, O oh God? And would you help us to endure until the very end when we read about the plagues and the mark of the beast and and all the things that are to come, O oh God? Of course, there's lots of debates on how these things will happen and, and what that might look like. But Lord, really at the end of the day, We are your children. We are called by you. We are among your chosen people, the elect, O God. Would you help us, O God, to endure until the very end? We can only endure by the power of the Holy Spirit, O God. Would you help us to keep faith until the very end? Would you help us, O God, to be those that wash our robes in the blood of the Lamb? Would you help us to be those that overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb, O God? Would you help us, O God, not to be ashamed? Help us to know and to take heart, knowing that if we are indeed the children of God, that if we are indeed co-heirs with Christ, then our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. That, that is a blessing. That is an honor. It is a privilege. God, we thank you for that. And so I thank you that you are able to uphold and to keep those who are yours, O God, So would you keep us, O God, in the palm of your hand, even when we try to stray, O God? Bring us back, O God. And for those who have strayed, for those who are backslidden, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would begin to draw them back, to woo them back to your bosom, O God, so that they might be found, O God, in the number of the saints, O God, whom you have called to be with you in glory forever and ever, O God. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Seminary Now is an on-demand subscription-based educational platform for pastors and lay church leaders featuring many of your favorite IVP authors like Esau McCulley, Tish Harrison Warren, Chad Britton, and myself, Christina Barland Edmondson. These video courses and certification programs deliver exclusive biblical, theological, and practical ministry training from a diverse group of leading educators and thought leaders. Accessible and convenient Seminary Now courses cover practical ministry subjects like preaching, evangelism, mental health, racial reconciliation, women in ministry, and more. Visit SeminaryNow.com to start learning today.
0: We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers.